You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, everyone. Thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live this morning. My name is Tim Mosier, your host from the Fargo Studios between the railroad tracks and the cathedral. Looking at a young, just 20-year-old guy, Eli, producing today. Thanks so much, Eli. Been working here since he was 16. He knows this place inside and out. Appreciate Eli's helping us out this morning. We're talking post-abortive healing today. We just had Jody and Jeannie on last half hour sharing their stories, powerful stories. Yes, it takes you to the depths of despair and guilt. However, there is healing. Our Lord provides the healing. And one of the ways we do that, one of the ministries is Rachel's Vineyard, a program that's been around for quite some time. It has an amazing help along this healing process. And we want to welcome Carol Kling from the Diocese of Rapid City to the show now to talk about that. Welcome, Carol. Thank you. Good morning. Yes, I appreciate that. You know, well, it's even an hour earlier for you, so it's, man, you you, you probably got up at 4 o'clock this morning. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well. (laughs) That's fine. See, Carol, you know, there may be some listeners uh, who don't uh, know too much about Rachel's Vineyard. So tell us a little about you and then maybe a little bit about Rachel's Vineyard. Okay, well, um, I live in a little town on the border between South and North Dakota. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, I'm perfectly situated between Rapid and Bismarck. And so I work for both dioceses, um, bringing Rachel's Vineyard to the western side of South Dakota. It came to South Dakota in 1999, so we've been around here for quite a while now. Um, And we brought it into Bismarck just a few years later. That's great. That that's wonderful. You know, and it's and it's such a great ministry. Tell tell our listeners because again, maybe someone. Well, I know there'll be people who are post abortive or know someone who's post abortive and still struggling. A little, just a little bit about Rachel's Vineyard and, and and what it's about. Rachel's Vineyard was designed to teach your heart how to accept God's forgiveness for the abortion, how to um, eliminate the guilt and shame that follows us around. And as a post-abortive woman, we are really good at carrying guilt and shame. Mm. Um, Man, the biggest thing that we have the hardest time with is forgiving ourselves. Mm -hmm. And this retreat is actually designed to teach our souls how to forgive ourselves. We can go to confession ten times and not feel the forgiveness that we need to move forward in our lives. Um, this retreat teaches you how to do that. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Time with Carol Kling about uh, Rachel's Vineyard Healing Retreats. She lives uh, on the border of North Dakota and South Dakota. I'm curious. I'm from nor- extreme northwestern North Dakota, three miles south of Canada. So uh, you- you're just a couple miles, you said, from, from the border. Actually, my town hangs into North Dakota. It's in the main street across the railroad track here in right? North Dakota. Was oh. oh, that Lemon? Yeah, or I'm what? in Lemon. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm in Lemon. Okay, exactly. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, I can tell you're very passionate about this. Um, tell us a little bit about how, um, how how you got involved in this and why you got involved in this. Because I myself uh, had an abortion, mm. and I was very far away from the church. My thinking was... I can't forgive myself. How can God forgive me? Um, There's no forgiveness for this sin, and I, therefore, 
left the church for years and years. 13 years I was gone. Mm. And my heart wanted to come back, but I didn't feel like I deserved it. I didn't feel, um, I didn't think God would forgive me. And I went to my priest. And of course, he told me otherwise, but my heart wouldn't accept that because it was the unforgivable sin in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, he introduced me to another priest, a Jesuit, who was working in our area, Father Will Prospero. He did actually did his thesis on post-abortion healing, and he was not real from. He didn't even know about Rachel's Vineyard at the time. This was way before it was worldwide ministry. Um, and we got together. We talked about it. We decided, you know, we need to do something in this area. My biggest concern at that point, I had already received some healing through the church, mm-hmm. but never, never enough, um, and. We, I felt like I was so alone feeling these feelings. Society teaches us that, you know, it's it, it's no big deal. Get over it. Move past it. It's um, You don't deserve to feel like that. You don't need those feelings. That's irrelevant. And I knew other people had to be feeling what I felt. I couldn't be alone in this. And that's what really made me angry, that society says I am alone. And I knew I couldn't be. And it's very isolating. You, there's no one to talk to when you're a post-abortive person because you feel like you're the only one that feels that way. You are not. Everyone carries this game, this shame and guilt. And, you know, that's what Satan wants us to do is think we're alone and and we just wallow in our pain. Mm-hmm. But everyone out there is, is hurting, and we all need to come together. That's what brought Rachel's Vineyard here. We went looking for some kind of of ministry to minister to these women and found Rachel's Vineyard. It is a godsend. This retreat is so Holy Spirit inspired that it's hardly any work at all for us to do because God just showers these women in their mercy, in His mercy for three days until they are so overwhelmed with God's love that they just are healed. It's incredible weekend. That's important. We're talking with Carol Kling about post-abortive ministry, Rachel Vin- Rachel's Vineyard in particular. Did you yourself, did, how did you get introduced? Did, did you ha- go to a Rachel's Vineyard retreat yourself, Carol? Um, Father Will and I traveled to Milwaukee, actually, to find a retreat. Okay. And we just couldn't find anything that was, that was solid enough for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we met Father Neil Wilkinson, and he has actually done a retreat. There was only a few over on the East Coast where it started in Pennsylvania, and then there was one in California. And he went to one on the East Coast and told us about it. We invited them to come to South Dakota and do a retreat for us. Um, and it was it was love at first sight. <laughs> I mean, this retreat is powerful. Um, and so we brought it to the Midwest, and it's now spread all over the world. It's worldwide. Yeah, and, and, and such such a necessary type of thing. Um, tell us a little bit about, I mean, you've been working with this for a long time, so tell us a little bit about some of the lives that have been changed and, and the things that you've witnessed as a result of some of these Rachel's Vineyard retreats. You know, that's what is so rewarding in this um, ministry. You can't outgive God, that's for sure. And no matter how much I give to this ministry, it is such a blessing to watch these people just blossom and move on with their lives. 
they can walk in onto the retreat. Everyone walks in the retreat on Friday, pale and drawn and scared and nervous, and um, you know their faces are just pale. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, they walk out with a whole new heart. The thousand pounds lifted off their shoulder. They're just glowing by Sunday. And I've seen people move forward and do ministries themselves, where when on Friday they were afraid to face God. Mm-hmm. I've, people are writing books. They are, um, you know, being better parents, better mothers and fathers. Um, it's, it's a life-changing thing. It really is. You know, I've spoken with a few poster board of women who have gone through, you know, either Rachel's Vineyard or something similar, and they just... You know, the images they use are pretty amazing. One of them says it was, it was just like a, a dark tunnel. I, I was walking around. I couldn't get out. And they, they would have dreams about it, right? Where I, I, I couldn't get out. I, and, and I was just so, I was so scared. I was lost. I was alone. There was no hope. You know, it, it's, and it's just amazing. And they said, and then this was like seeing the light. You know, you can see that little dim light, right? You know, off in the distance. And, and, and that's kind of, where she, where they're at on on the Friday, right? It's like, okay, okay, you know, and then they just start to see a little bit of light, and as the weekend goes, they start walking toward the light, brighter and brighter and brighter, and the freedom, and the joy and the peace that comes from that is just amazing. So obviously, there's a lot, a lot of different images that that people can use, but that's kind of one that sticks with me because when you you don't know where to turn, you're in the depths of despair, you, you know, you don't know what to do. Like you said, you can't share it with anyone. Oh, my goodness, that just must be such a difficult situation. That, that says it all. That's the way it is. We walk around in dark and fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one of the things, you live in Lemon, South Dakota. I grew up in Fortuna, North Dakota. Someone might say, well... Carol, you're in you're in rural, you know, South Dakota, North Dakota. What could possibly happen in South Dakota or North Dakota? Nothing like that ever happens, you know. And people don't get abortions. People, you know, that you're a rural family, you, know, you value life, and yet there are circumstances where good people just feel they maybe have no choice and and make that choice, you know, sometimes against their will, no matter where they're from, who they are, what their background is. That's absolutely right. I went into this pro-life, um, so you would think I would be safe from that. Mm-hmm. And uh, many people do are, were in my shoes. Um, there's so many reasons to uh, that these women have abortions, and the biggest one is fear. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're afraid of the the father of the child, or they're afraid they won't be able to support the kid or their, I mean, there's so many reasons for the fear, but the fear is so, uh, it, it, if when you're pregnant, you only, you have a short window to make a life-changing decision, and that puts so much pressure on that the fear is quadrupled easily, um, and it's so easy to do. Society is like, well, of course that's the right answer. You can't afford a kid, or you can't um, whatever you can't do, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. It, it makes it way too easy to choose an easy out without understanding the consequences, without taking time to um, understand all of the ramifications of this of the decision. It's just a, a momentary one moment in time, and it'll take care of the problem. Right. And it now- seems 
Like, it seems like a real easy answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's super easy. And our society couches it, right, in, in, in these these friendly terms. It's it, it's healthcare, it's choice, it's right to privacy, you know, freedom, you know, all these things that we, oh, well, we want freedom. We, we, we want choices in healthcare. That, that's how society packages it so it appears, at least in, you know, comes out, oh, okay, well, this isn't so bad, you know, and, and that's and, and that's what happens. We're talking with Carol Kling from the Diocese of Rapid City about Rachel's Vineyard healing retreats for post-abortive people, women and men, by the way. We'll talk about that and the specific retreat coming up in her area when we come back. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Real Presence Radio has been such such an impact on my life personally and my personal conversion story and just in my growth as a Christian man. I listen to it from the time I get up. Anytime I'm in the vehicle, 1280 is on my dial. I hear everything from Sunrise Morning Show, Mother Angelica. We got Take Two. We got Dr. Ray Grandy. We got, we got everybody. We got Catholic Answers, which I love. We got Father Larry. There's so much to be gained, so many fruits to pull from this radio station that just does so much for us and increases our faith and increases my personal knowledge. I have grown in so many ways that I can't even explain it. It's it's for personally, it has brought me closer to God. It has brought me tighter in my church, tighter with my family. They are also starting to listen as my son out of Mayville is listening to Real Presence Radio. So it has been a blessing for all of us all the way around. This is Deacon Gary Hager from Holy Rosary in Detroit Lakes. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. Today, my name is Tim Moser. On this 22nd day of September, where we start a nationwide, indeed worldwide, 40 Days for Life campaign that has saved thousands and thousands of lives, which is great, and also has changed thousands and thousands of hearts. Thousands and thousands of hearts. Should abortion be illegal? Yeah, but more importantly, we hope abortion can be unthinkable. And for those that have chosen abortion, for whatever reason, there is hope and there is healing. And we're talking with 
Carol Kling from the Diocese of Rapid City about that. Welcome back, Carol. Thank you. Thanks so much. As, as you're talking, you know, being from rural South Dakota, from rural North Dakota, this brings back so many great memories, you know, walking down that nice, peaceful Main Street, right? You know, it, it's just a, it's a wonderful time. It's a wonderful place to be. It is. I like my little bubble up here. Yeah, isn't it nice? <laughs> exactly. But even in the little bubble, Carol, abortion is around. People are affected by abortion. Happen, yep. Exactly. Now, you have a Rachel's Vineyard retreat coming up, and a lot of people know that it's for women, but it can also be for men, can't it? It can be for anyone who is suffering from guilt and shame and want the mercy of Christ back in their lives because of the sin that, they've, that they're carrying. Whether you are a person who talks someone in to have an abortion and now you feel guilty that you did that, or if you're a grandparent and you are mourning the, the loss of your grandchild and you just can't move forward... Um, you know, there's hope at Rachel's Vineyard for you. If you're a doctor or a nurse that has helped in the procedures or done the procedures yourself and now regret that and you want to move forward in the Lord, you know, Rachel's Vineyard has a place for you, too. That's wonderful. Now, Carol, this, let's talk a little bit about this specific retreat coming up. You know, the dates, the times, where it's at, how, how people can get, uh, you know, get involved, get registered, and, and who is this particular retreat for? Is it for all people or just women, this retreat? This is for all people. Okay, all right. Um, and God uses, whoever comes, God has ordained that person to be there, and he uses each person there to help heal another person. It's mm-hmm. an incredible journey to watch. To um, get registered, you call me. I'm the only one that sees your name and I'm the only one that talks to you until the day you get there. So the confidentiality is we hold that sacred. We don't tell you and we don't tell anyone where the retreat is. We don't want any looky loos showing up. We are we protect our retreatants at all costs. Um, and the same goes for when you call me, um, we'll talk about if this is the right place for you. If you know, we don't want someone coming that that doesn't really um, they have really no business there. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to every person. I want to know their hearts, and um, I want them healed, and that's who I want to come on the retreats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, so had... you give me a call. Uh, I'm sorry. You give me a call. Um, my number is 605-374-5639. You can email me or look on the website. RachelVineyard.org has all of the information, and my information is there under the retreat um, uh, places and dates. October 1st through the 3rd, it's a Friday through a Sunday. It starts Friday evening with supper. It ends Sunday afternoon with mass, um, and everything is right at the retreat. You stay there, you immerse yourself in the mercy of Christ for the whole weekend. You know, Two, two big things come to mind, and I'm so glad you mentioned the confidentiality point, because obviously a lot of people are very, very, you know, scared, you know, that they don't want people to find out, you know, and, and again, just, you know, hiding and just thinking they can't do this. So confidentiality is important. And the other word that comes to my mind is just this, is mercy, is is this the mercy and the grace that you receive from God and the peace that, that comes from that uh, is, is, is just amazing. Well, there might be someone listening. There probably is someone listening here, Carol, who says, "Well, 
yeah, I, I know. I, I should I give Carol a call? Shouldn't I? You know, I, I've, I've been dealing with this for many years. Maybe just share uh, what you would say to them. And maybe someone who also was hesitant, maybe you have a story of someone who was hesitant and yet they went to this retreat and they found it life-changing. Um, yeah, if, if there's any question, if you think you might want to call, go ahead and call me and, and let's talk about it. It might be um, that this is the right place. It might not be the right place for you, but let's talk about it and we can discern that. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that over the years, Carol, that you have, you know, that hundreds of people that have called you right and gone through this process. Um, some were very hesitant, but you said, you know, you really sound like you are a good fit for, for what, for God's healing in this retreat. And on the other side, they have been so grateful and so happy that they went. I'm sure you have some stories like that. I have never had a person come through the retreat and say, yeah, this did nothing, or I I regret Mm. coming, or I shouldn't have come. Never, ever. Every person has said, yeah, I didn't believe you that I would be able to receive this much healing um, on Friday. I didn't believe you, and yet here I am. (laughs) And and like you talked about, this really, it's a work of God, right? It's a work of the Holy Spirit. It, it, it It is beyond us. As you mentioned earlier, and I love how you put it, Carol, you said that we really don't have to do anything at the retreat that much, right? It's the Holy Spirit. We just basically lead them to the Holy Spirit, to the mercy, the forgiveness, the sacraments are there, you know? We have Mass, we have Reconciliation, we have Eucharist. I mean, God is doing an amazing healing with these people. And, you know, and you and you have the privilege, right? You, you're, you get the privilege to be there and facilitate. Absolutely. It is a huge privilege to watch God work in such miraculous ways. And um, you mentioned all of the sacraments. Yes, we do have all of the sacraments. We have a priest um, with us, working with us. We have a counselor there. But you don't have to be Catholic to be on this retreat. Exactly. It's not, it's not, it doesn't push Catholicism at all. It pushes Christ. And we've had um, every denomination come through this retreat and receive healing. We've had atheists come through the retreat. We've had druids. We've had, mm-hmm. if God meets you where you are, if you're hurting, he wants to heal you. And in the meantime, if you get to learn who Jesus is, you know, yay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's such an important point, Carol. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, I appreciate that. Now, Carol, I would guess that on your team, you probably have other post-abortive women as well. But you personally, when you facilitate these retreats, what does it do for your own personal healing process? I'm guessing it reinforces it and just really brings great, uh, great peace to you again. But tell us a little bit about your experience when you're facilitating this retreat from, from going through, you know, the, the abortion. Um, actually, it's pretty hard to do Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. because we, we're kind of drugged back to... Um, before we were healed, and, mm-hmm. and the pain goes through it for the team members. So we kind of have to shelter ourselves that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also know what's ahead in, for them on Sunday, and we, we can look forward and know the, the graces that will be poured out on Sunday and the healing that's there. So it, it reinforces the, the um, personal journey with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do get to take that walk again every retreat, mm-hmm. and that is 
incredible wow. to be able to do that. Yeah. So it, it is work for us in that regard that we, you know, we have to go back through it again. But that's that's okay because we're not walking through our own story this time. We're walking through the retreatants with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're, they're not alone in their pain. They know we've had the exact same pain. Right. And we've gotten through it. <laughs> As I listen to your your story there, Carol, I, I'm sure I'm not the first person to think of this, but what just comes ringing into my mind, it's a three-day retreat. On Friday and Saturday, you feel the great grief, the great pain. I'm thinking, of course, the disciples, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, scared, grief, desolate, you know, despairing. And that third day, of course, we know is the resurrection. It's so in my mind... This Rachel's retreat is kind of like a Paschal mystery experience, right? You, you go through the depths, and yet on the other side, there's this hope of the resurrection and life and peace and mercy. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> wow. Well, again, like I said, yeah. I'm probably not the first person to think about that. But when you're talking about that, I'm going, man, that just really sounds like a Paschal mystery experience to me. Um, Carol, yeah. let our listeners know again uh, a little bit about the specifics. If they're interested, how they can get a hold of you. Uh, when it is again, and those type of things. It's October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, all the information is on rachelsvineyard.org. It's um, retreat information. There are stories there about people who've made the retreat. They, they talk about kind of what you can expect there. A lot of information um, under retreat um, date or place, it has all of my information, which my phone number is 605-374-5639. My email is c-k-l-i-n-g at s-d-plains, like South Dakota Plains, p-l-a-i-n-s dot com. You can contact me anytime. Well, Carol, I would like to thank you so much for your witness, and thank you so much for stepping forward to the Holy Spirit's call for this post-abortive treatment. Rachel's Vineyards Retreats. Thanks so much, Carol. We'll be praying for your retreat. Oh, thank you. Please do. All right, that's Carol Kling from the Diocese of Rapid City and the town of Lemon, South Dakota. Thanks again so much, Carol. Up next, who said, go to the poor and there you will find God? We'll let you know after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Live. Engaging and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 